0: Find other great podcasts like this one at Podmoth.network notre c'est Hello dear listeners and welcome to the lost signal, it is I, your humble host, here to announce tonight's tale, an obscure ghost story, The Sixth Button.
1: love unraveling a good old-fashioned whodunit oh honey me too I'm Alicia armchair detective and host of dead on a true crime podcast join me every Friday we'll dive into a case that scratches your itch for true crime dark history and mystery streaming now everywhere you love to listen
0: in here, you're in for a treat. Now has got its own radio station, see? And round here there's not a whole lot going on, so it gets tough to fill the air now and again. So they got this idea for the evenings. See, write some stories, and put it over the air with all the footsteps, gunshots added in. Real exciting stuff, and what? That's what you guys do back at your show? I'd like to see you make something as good as this. Sleep does not come easily to the harbor. Even at two in the morning, there is a sadness to the vessels in the water. The whistles still blow, but their sound is melancholy. The lights along the shore begin to blink their goodnights. In one of the harbor's dark taverns, sleep will be forgotten for quite a long time. A solitary customer, an ancient sea captain, leans heavily upon the bar. Within him burns a tale, and he will not rest until it is told. Aye, barkeep. It's two o'clock. I'm sure you'll be wanting to close. I'm open till three. Ah, and my ship doesn't shove off until then. It appears we both have time. Yep. Would you like to hear a story? Story? Sure, why not? Another glass, then. Sure. Will you join me? It's my place. I don't mind. (sighs) Well, as they say, the land ain't no place for a man of the sea. Captain Jeremiah Streven should have known that. He should have known that there wasn't a crueler man in the world than Harvey Adams. Yet he treated Adams as if he were his own son. Took him in, shared his home with him. But that wasn't enough for Harvey. Harvey knew something about Captain Streven's money. And that knowledge soon gave birth to an idea. That idea soon became a mania. A disease. Just drive. It went off just as it should have, smooth as clockwork.
1: (laughs) Not a single hitch!
0: Captain, you were good to me, but you'll be so much better to me this way. From the moment I laid that cap and stick on the riverside, I knew it was a sure thing. Now just to toss this wrench over the bridge. Now I just have to get to the house before Miss Stevens returns. After that, nobody would ever expect my involvement. I'm sure of it. Just as sure as I am that Captain Streven is at the bottom of the river. As attorney for the late Jeremiah Streven, and in accordance with the wishes of the deceased, I have called you, his beneficiaries, together for the reading of his last will and testament. Have they have they found the body yet, Mr. Ramsey? No, not yet, Mr. Adams, but the police have informed me that the captain has been declared legally deceased.
1: Oh, God! How could this have happened? Harvey!
0: Mrs. Stevens, it'll be all right. Pull yourself together. Go ahead, Mr. Ramsay. I, Jeremiah Strevan, being of sound mind and body, do hereby leave the sum of $250,000 to my devoted housekeeper, Mrs. Agnes Stevens, who has been by my side for decades.
1: I was only happy to do it, Mr. Strevan. Oh, Lord!
0: It is also my desire and instruction that Mrs. Stevens be allowed to live in my home, keeping the quarters that have been her home for decades, for so long as she wishes to remain there.
1: Such a kind and wonderful man. God!
0: The remainder of my estate, a sum of 1.5 million, as well as my home, shall be bequeathed to Harvey Adams, who I have long thought of as my own son. I was nothing to him, but he always treated me as a father would. This is such a tragedy. However, I stipulate that this sum of money shall be given to Harvey exactly six months' time from the reading of this will, provided that the following terms are fulfilled. Should they not be, the entire estate shall be transmitted to Mrs. Agnes Stevens. What? Prior to the transmittal of the legacy, Harvey shall deliver to my attorney... One of the brass buttons from my sea jacket each month. Brass buttons? Yes, that's what it says, Mr. Adams. Each month, one of the six brass buttons from my sea jacket. That's ridiculous. The will wasn't that way when... When what, Mr. Adams? What? That's preposterous. Captain Streven wouldn't do that to me. Do what? Brass buttons? So stupid. Stupid I Mr Adams, this is Captain Streven's bona fide last will and testament. Those are the terms he set forth, and you must comply with them. Besides, that shouldn't be very difficult, should it? No, I I guess not. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr Ramsay, it's just a little unexpected. You shall have the buttons. All six of them.
1: Sir, the day that Captain Streven took his life, the day they say he took his life, he was wearing the jacket with the six brass buttons.
0: Now, even though the late Captain's death is being called a suicide, Mr. Adams, there are still some questions I have to ask. It's merely routine. Of course, Inspector, I understand. Mrs. Stevens? Yes? After reading your former employer's will, and with the knowledge that the captain's body is yet to be found, it appears that there is an increasingly high chance that you stand to become the sole beneficiary of the estate, is that correct?
1: I don't want the money. <laughs> Captain Stravin meant it for Harvey.
0: So it appears, but if those buttons aren't delivered...
1: Why, you make it sound as if I...
0: As if you what, Mrs. Stevens?
1: As, as if I... Oh, Harvey, make him stop.
0: That's enough, Inspector. We've suffered a great loss this month, and I don't see how you think you can solve anything with your questioning. It was a suicide, plain and simple. I think it's time you left. You've upset Mrs. Stevens a great deal. I hardly expected anyone to get so excited over routine questioning, since it's quite obvious who will receive the captain's legacy. Spectre was right. All of this work, and now she's going to get the money if I don't find that damn jacket. It's got to be in this house somewhere. Check the attic. It's got to be here. Couldn't have known that I was planning to. No, no, Striven was nothing more than an eccentric old sailor. All about riddles and games. He wants to play treasure hunt. Fine, I'll play, and I'll win. Damn it! It's not in the attic, or the cellar, or any of the other hidey holes in this godforsaken house. Where could he have stashed that damn? Wait a minute, the hothouse. Why didn't I think of it before? It's the perfect place to hide something. Nobody goes out there. Damn it, it's not here either. I have to find it. I'll find it if I have to tear this house apart from top to bottom. What's this? Never noticed this cupboard before. Locked. Hmm. I think I've come to the end of my treasure hunt.
1: Harvey, what are you doing in my room?
0: Mrs. Stevens, open this cupboard for me.
1: You have no right to come into my room this way. If, if Captain Streben were alive...
0: He's not alive, Mrs. Stevens. He's dead. And this is my house now. So if you don't unlock this door, I'm going to call the police. Well, I'm not one to cause any trouble, sir. Then unlock it. Here's the key, sir. Thank you. It's not here.
1: I told you, Mr. Adams. He was wearing that jacket the day he died.
0: Could she suspect me? No. That's ridiculous. Still, maybe I should clear out. Leave the city. (laughs) Leave the city? (laughs) That's rich. In three more days, the first month will be up and I'll have to get out. All because of six stupid buttons, damn it! Wait a minute. What's that that fell out of that old sewing kit? It's the first button from the jacket. Dear listeners, it is I, your humble host, here again to bring you some history on today's pulp radio record. Though adapted for our needs, the script you are currently listening to was originally broadcast in the 1940s on a radio show entitled The Haunting Hour. This title was a little misleading, as episodes rarely lasted an hour. Despite not being a nationally syndicated show, The Haunting Hour had a notably high production value. While many recordings can still be found online for free, it is estimated that several episodes are still missing. Information is hard to find, though, as The Haunting Hour did not utilize credit sequences. Therefore, to this day we have no idea who created, wrote, or produced this high drama series. Though the crew has been lost to the sands of time, their creation, has lived on as an example of high-quality audio drama. We do hope you have enjoyed this little tidbit of information, but before we let you go this time, we would like to be making an announcement. Later this week, The Lost Signal will officially be launching a Patreon, and in order to celebrate, we will be staging a giveaway. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Lost Signal Podcast for updates. Thank you. And now, I return you for the second half of our show, a production of The Sixth Button. So I found the first button in the sewing kit. The relief that came with turning it into Ramsay in the nick of time quickly faded, though, as I began to wonder where it had come from and who had put it there. The paranoia began to set in as I wondered if Mrs. Stevens was onto my ruses. Maybe she had put it there to frighten me. Could she possibly? No. But what was the other possibility? That the captain had come back from his watery grave to exact revenge through little tricks? I thought about leaving altogether again, but I couldn't. Not when things had just begun looking up. 1.5 million dollars? I could deal with a prank here and there to frighten me. My plan had been perfect, there was no way anyone would have suspected me. I've just got to play my cards right. I can't lose! I decided I needed some fresh air, so I went to the closet for my coat. I picked it up from the cleaners that morning, but as I removed it from the protective plastic, I nearly dropped it as my blood froze. Another of the brass buttons had been sewn onto my jacket. I began to look I began to look over my shoulder everywhere I went. The third button showed up in the change I was given for two beers at a Pearside Tavern. I became so nervous that I was prescribed something by my doctor to calm myself and the fourth button showed up in the pill bottle as I was shaking them out one morning. Someone was baiting me. It had to be. There had to have been a witness, someone waiting to jump out and blackmail me. It had to be. But another nagging thought wouldn't leave the back of my brain. It was a preposterous idea, of course, but an idea that stayed just the same. Captain Strevin was back from the grave. Hello, Harvey. Mr. Ramsey. The Fifth Button is due today. Are you going to bring it down? I can't wait any longer at my office. I'm about to leave for dinner. I have until midnight. All right, then. I'll see you before midnight. Maybe this one won't come. Maybe it's over. Maybe they got bored. Maybe... Hello? Who's out there? A package. The fifth button. Yes. Yes! The sixth month passed by uneventfully. Too uneventfully. 30 minutes to midnight on the 31st and the sixth button had not yet shown up. I was a man on the edge. thirty minutes. Thirty more minutes and I lose everything.
1: I'm sure it will turn up, Harvey. Oh,
0: shut up, you lousy old fool. You don't want me to have the money. What? You and the captain both didn't want me to have it at all. That's it, isn't it? You conspired with him from beyond the grave to fool me. That's insane. You're hiding it from me, aren't you, Mrs. Stevens? You said he had the jacket on the day he died, but you've had it this whole time, haven't you?
1: Let go of me, Harvey. You're hurting me.
0: Where is it, Mrs. Stevens?
1: Uh, uh, Harvey. Harvey, let go.
0: Where is that button? <laughs> <laughs> Now see what you've made me do. <laughs> Where's the button? Where's the button, Mrs. Stevens? Who's there? Oh. oh. It's you.
1: I... You made me do this.
0: I know what you are. You're a ghost, and you've come here to frighten me, haven't you? But I'm not afraid of a dead man! (laughs) You made me do this, Captain! Stay- stay away from me! Stay away from me! I don't want the button, Captain! I don't want the button! Keep it away! Keep it away! No! Police arrived. After the neighbors reported screaming from the captain's house, they found Harvey Adams. Cringing in the corner. Star raving mad. Oh, seeing the ghost of a man you killed would do that to anybody, I suppose. Aye. <laughs> I, I suppose it would, wouldn't it? You done with that? Aye. I... Alrighty. Well, I suppose I should be kicking you out. About three o'clock. Might miss your ship there, Captain. Hello? Captain? Huh. Just disappeared. Returning now to the edges of your radio static, this has been The Lost Signal. Thank you for tuning in tonight, dear listeners. Please, wherever you're listening, whether it be on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or any other platform, please leave us a review and do not be afraid to share the static with your friends. Until next time, dear listeners, good night.